Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Out of This Mind podcast. I am your host, Sydney Tappy, and let's get into it. So first, I want to start by apologizing. I am so congested, which is honestly so ironic for this week's episode, which is on breathing. Um, So apologies in advance if I sound like I'm dying. So, um, you know, with that being said, obviously, as I'm sure most of you have seen on my Instagram or as you're seeing now, this episode is going to be on breathing. And so I want to first make it clear that all this information comes from the book, um, sorry, Breathe by James Nestor. I had to read it in a class last semester. And, you know, at first I was like, this is kind of stupid. We're just reading a book about breathing. But I'm serious when I say every single person should read this book. It was life-changing. I have made so many lifestyle changes that have made me a lot better because of this book. I also want to give a disclaimer. I am not a scientist. I did not run any of these experiments myself. I This information is coming directly from the book and my experiences that I've had in practice with that. So let's get into it. So first, um, what, you know, James is saying in this book is that Western medicine puts little to no emphasis on sinal and nasal pathways. So, you know, how many times have you gone to the doctor looking for an answer as to why you've been congested for so long? Why you constantly feel really sick? Why your sinuses hurt, right? And they're kind of like, I don't really know, take all these medications, right? No one really knows, and there's so little specialties in nasal and sinus, um, you know, pathways in that area of medicine. So it's really interesting to see how, you know, there's so much emphasis on other things, which are obviously also important, but there's just such a lack of emphasis on that. And, um, you know, Nestor talks about that a little bit more in his book. Um, And he also, you know, goes into saying that our bodies have found a way to eat air and to eat oxygen opposed to actually taking it in and absorbing it you know there are not a lot of modern studies on breathing hence you know there's not a lot of practices on it as well and so you know he goes into saying that our bodies are taking in oxygen because we need it to live right we still need to get oxygen every day but our bodies aren't fully absorbing it and taking it in like they did once with our ancestors right and you can see that he talks about how you can see that through old um you know skulls and skeletons and all that sorts of stuff and old research just even on their lifespan how they lived all that sorts of stuff so our bodies just aren't taking in oxygen as they once were able to and so um you know they never really had to face these issues our ancestors they never really had to worry about all these sinus issues all this congestion all this, you know, sleep apnea, snoring, all that stuff that we have to now. So I guess we're going to go into a little bit now. What are some of these common issues that we do have to face that are really prominent that you might not even realize are prominent? And so the first one is that our senses have become so much weaker due to the commonality of mucus buildup, right? It's so common and normal for us to always be congested and for us to feel mucusy, right? Think about the last time you truly went outside or something and took a deep breath in through your nose a deep full fulfilling breath right it's not common especially i know i'm a college student i'm around people all the time 
you get sick really quick and really easy and your immune system our immune systems have become so weak that it's getting harder and harder to fight some of that off and a reason for our immune systems becoming weaker is because we aren't breathing correctly right and we've just gotten so used to it and so comfortable with it which is fair it's no one's fault no one really knew or understand or understood right and so that's kind of what Nestor's trying to open our minds up to a little bit in this book um and so he also talks about how our bodies like to be balanced right just in general our bodies want to feel good if you look at you know energy work and chakras and that sort of stuff our chakras need to be balanced to fully be feeling good right everything that our bodies adore energy wise physically needs to be in balance right but our noses and our nostrils are not in balance right okay so a little fun fact for you that Nestor talks about is that the inside of our noses is actually the same sensitive material as what is on our genitals which is so like kind of gross and weird but it's so sensitive that skin in our noses is so sensitive right and so um we tend to favor one of our nostrils over the other especially if one you know since they are so sensitive if one of them has you know a little bit more congestion in there or a little scratch or something we're going to favor the other nostril right so think about especially when you're really congested it always kind of switches between your nostrils right your body is not in balance your body is not happy but we've gotten so used to that that our bodies can still operate like that you know I don't know if that made sense. I kind of just rambled on there for a minute. But it was really interesting to read about how our bodies are so out of balance and we tend to favor breathing in and out through one nostril, which I didn't even realize. Um, So there's a lot of actual like meditation practices or just practices in general you can do where you breathe in through one nostril, breathe out through the other to kind of connect both sides of your brain. So he talks a little bit about that as well, that our bodies are just really out of balance in that way, which most people would never even think about, right? And so um, he also talks about, you know, we are always so sick and congested. I kind of talked about this already, but we are always so sick and congested. Even as kids, we're so sick and congested, right? And it's because we aren't fully relying on our noses to give us the oxygen and give us everything that we truly need you know so most people have gotten so used to breathing with their mouths right you might not even notice it but think about I do it too all the time I've been trying to get better now but everyone does it right whether it's when you sleep or whether it's you know you're taking in a really deep breath you breathe in with your mouth right because it feels like there's an extra rush of oxygen in there but it's not actually fulfilling the needs the oxygen needs that your nose can provide for you right your nose allows it in a little bit slower so it can kind of digest it down and so it can really sink into your system if that makes sense but we are always so congested and so sick because our immune systems have no idea how it kind of goes into fight or flight all the time right it's always like okay we need a big rush of oxygen to help us out here if that makes any sense So I thought that that was a really interesting fact that our bodies have become so used to being sick and congested and that's not normal. It's just, it's really not normal. And, um, you know, we will get a little bit into kind of what causes that in just a moment here, but I thought that those were all really interesting and common issues that 
we all face, but I don't think any of us realize it's really actually an issue. So, um, obviously, this is all a very brief overview. Um, I could go on. I could have, like, five different episodes talking about what Nestor is talking about in this book, but I won't do that. I'll just kind of point out the main facts here. So, you know, what do we do about this, right? There's all these issues. How can we fix this? No one wants to feel sick all the time. No one wants their body to be uncomfortable all the time. And so the biggest thing that he puts an emphasis on is nose breathing and so you know breathing in through your nose exhaling out through your nose and the reason why this is so important is that nose breathing nose breathing boosts nitric oxide sixfold which absorbs more oxygen which is a little bit what i talked about just before um you know this is also ironic because i'm literally breathing out of my mouth because i'm so congested right now but nose breathing seriously is so important i have been trying ever since i read this book last semester for my class i have been trying to breathe solely through my nose and when i tell you i used to be sick like seriously every single day and now i get sick on such rare occasions just from breathing through my nose it's crazy and i know that you know people are probably like what the fuck you can't fix sickness and congestion through nose breathing and you can't you you know our bodies just aren't built like that anymore but when I tell you just practicing nose breathing taping your mouth shut at night all of that seriously has helped so much with my congestion even if I do get sick or I do get congested it's not anywhere near as severe as it used to be so nose breathing is the biggest and most crucial thing He talks a lot about mouth breathing as well and how mouth breathing causes, again, a little bit what we already talked about, a lot of sickness, a lot of disease. Your immune system is not, you know, working how it should be, right? It's not having to work as hard necessarily because you're just flooding it with oxygen so quickly. And so, um, you know, mouth breathing also, as Nestor talks about, can also cause facial deformities and um you know looseness of your jaw looseness of your facial muscles because you're you know obviously always having your mouth open right and if this isn't to diss on anyone that does mouth breathe because let's be honest i do it everyone does it at some point in their life sometimes you're like i seriously just need some air right so there's no shade there's no like solution to this it's so ingrained in our minds but it's definitely something to think about how you know breathing with your mouth causes your immune system to not function properly and it can it seriously causes so much more sickness and disease every single person i know that breathes through their mouth or is a snore or whatever is sick probably double the amount of times as people who breathe through their nose right and that's not to call them out or say you're an awful terrible person you breathe through your mouth right it's just kind of an observation or a fact that i've made or an observation that i've made Um, and a fact that James Nestor talks about in this book. So another thing that we can do to fix this is filling our lungs with more oxygen up to their capacity. You know, we live in such a fast-paced environment, and he talks about this a lot in the book. We are kind of in like that hustle culture right now, especially in America, and it's constantly like, go, 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 do this, do this, do this. When do we have time to sit and actually breathe? we are such anxious beings in this new day and we are not our lungs are like 
barely getting enough. They're just inflating, just deflating, just inflating, just deflating. They don't have enough oxygen to really be fulfilled, right? They work. It works for us because they have to, right? That's how it keeps you alive. Your body's going to do anything it can to keep you alive and to keep you moving, but it doesn't mean that it's necessarily happy, right? And so, um, you know, our lungs have such a great capacity and we don't use it ever. We seriously don't use it like we should. And another interesting, um, you know, thing with that, I guess, is that Um, You know, we need to take in more oxygen to fill up our lungs, but we also need to exhale out more CO2. People always have this awful connotation with carbon dioxide. It's awful, terrible, um, you know, whatever. No one wants it, right? But carbon dioxide is actually really, based on what this book, what I learned from this book, is really actually quite beneficial. And so we tend to, as humans, breathe in a lot of oxygen, right? So we go... And then we breathe out the same amount of carbon dioxide, right? In meditative practices or whatever you choose to practice. However, this book talks a little bit more about how we need to actually be exhaling a little bit more carbon dioxide. And the reason for that is because our body holds on to carbon dioxide differently than it holds on to oxygen, right? Um, Nestor talks about how you can actually lose weight if you breathe out more carbon dioxide because your body holds on to carbon dioxide greater or more so than it does with oxygen, right? So um, I'm not going to go too into detail on that right now just because I'd have to go back and reference my notes from the book and I don't want to misspeak on anything, but I thought that that was really interesting um, that, you know, we need to take deeper breaths, fill up our lungs, and then exhale a little bit more and completely, you know, deflate those lungs as well. I think I said that wrong. We need to completely fill up our lungs and inflate our lungs and then breathe out more to fully deflate the lungs. That's what I meant to say. And so, um, you know, he also talks about how having too much oxygen in your system can cause your organs to become overfilled, which is a little bit what I talked about when we breathe through our mouths or um, we breathe too, like, quickly, too rapidly. Our body is just getting like flooded with oxygen and it doesn't need oxygen like that it really does not and um he also talks about a little bit how to get rid of that problem is to just breathe less i can't remember the exact numbers from the book i'd have to go back and check but he says that we breathe like so many times per minute and it should be almost like half of that you know, and so obviously if you're going around doing something, you need to get something done. You're not going to sit and breathe like six breaths a minute. That's crazy. But it's really been interesting because I've been trying to practice after reading this, breathing a lot less, you know, and letting out more of that carbon dioxide. And it's honestly been really, really helpful. Like I feel so much better mentally, physically. Like I just, it's crazy how the littlest change in just how you breathe can be beneficial. And again, this isn't going to be, you're not going to walk around on the street and be like, let me just take my nice deep breaths, right? That's not realistic for anyone, but just something interesting to think about. So I'll talk a little bit too now about the spiritual perspective here. And, you know, it's really interesting because Nestor does not really talk about this book from a spiritual perspective. He interviewed a lot of, um, you know, monks and other people who practice breathing I guess and so he did a lot of experiments with them but he himself said that he's not like super religious or spiritual at all 
And so, um, you know, this is almost entirely based on like the science of it. But he said, when you inhale, you are essentially allowing in new energy. And when you exhale, you're expelling out old and bad energy, which is true when we think about, you know, from the spiritual perspective, you know, every time you meditate, they're going to say, inhale, new light, new whatever, exhale, everything negative, right? Which is really, you know, quite true. And he talks about that in the sense that, um, you know, breathing literally moves the energy in your body because oxygen and carbon dioxide have electrons, right? Like chemically, they have electrons and they have that physical energy. And so when we breathe correctly, we are, we are really just moving the energy around in a different manner throughout our body to enhance our bodies, right? You don't have to be a spiritual person. You don't have to be religious or whatever, but you can still understand that you're literally moving energy through your body with your breathing, right? Which is why people put such a big emphasis on breath work in general, especially in, you know, new age meditation and spirituality. Breath work is a really big and important thing for a lot of people. And so, excuse me, um, so he talks a little bit too about how monks practice breathing in a lot of their rituals, right? Oh my gosh, excuse me. Um, And, you know, he talks about there's one case where um, this monk, I believe it was, reset his entire nervous system, which that's like a whole other section of the book that I'm not going to get into in this episode. So if you are interested in that, check out the book or I will do an episode just on that. But he talks about how you can literally reset your nervous system through intense breath work. And one of these monks did that and he was able to reset his nervous system to the point where he was able to, I believe it was, walk around outside in the freezing cold with no clothes on for hours. Never got frostbite, never nothing, you know, which is crazy because, you know, scientifically you should get frostbite if you're outside naked in the snow forever, right? He reset his immune system, so he didn't experience any of that. Same with extreme heat. He could handle extreme heats like nothing. So it's it's crazy because it's like, that's not real. That's crazy. That's You can't do that through breathing. But he, Nestor, in this book, explains his experiences. He went to these monks, and he went to all these different places to practice his own breathing. And he was able himself to reset his nervous system. And he explains the process in which he did that. So... Again, that's not something I'm going to get too into in this episode, but it was it's crazy to think about how your breathwork can literally spiritually reset you and also physically reset you. The last thing I want to um, talk about in terms of the spiritual perspective is that, you know, less breathing enhances your intuition and your extrasensory, ex, oh my God, extrasensory senses. So he talks a little bit about how, you know, and you think about, and meditation and breath work and whatever practices you do, you feel so much more enlightened. You feel better mentally and physically and all this stuff. And there's a legitimate reason for that. The oxygen and the carbon dioxide coming and going from your body with correct breath work, like quite literally clears out your mind and your intuition, right? And all of your senses. It makes everything a little bit more clear because you're giving your body what it needs to function properly. The right amount of oxygen, the right amount of, right amount of carbon dioxide. It's, it's super cool. And again, I'm not going to go... This is all like such a brief, brief overview of everything he talks about. But 
Um, I think we're going to kind of end on that note for today. So I guess the big takeaways are breathe through your nose, stop mouth breathing, take slower breaths and exhale more. Those were like the big four key things I took out of it. And I think that those are the most helpful to start to get your life, your own personal life back on track. And again, like if you want to read this book, I seriously recommend it. It's on um, like Apple Books or whatever. I think you can order it on Amazon too. Like it's not that long. It's only like 10 chapters maybe total all the way through. Like I could have finished it in like a week and I'm a really slow reader. Slow reader. But anyways, it was really, really enlightening and I think everyone should read it. I also just want to finish off by saying that, you know, and James Nestor in the book also states that breathing can't cure everything, right? Like, he talks a lot in the book about how it can seriously reset your nervous system and your immune system, help with all these, you know, diseases, these chronic diseases and illnesses and all that stuff. And so he wants to make it clear, and I also want to make it clear that, you know, changing your breathing isn't going to make you not sick. It's not gonna, you know, get rid of this serious illness you have, but it can definitely help alleviate some of the symptoms and it's more of a preventative measure, you know. We tend to, in modern medicine, just put a band-aid over the problem and not really look at what the actual issue is. And so Nestor is really talking about in this book how changing your breathing is part of the preventative measure, part of something that can help you feeling good and can really honestly change your life. So, um, you know, with that being said, let me know if you guys want to learn any more, if you want any resources for the book or any other, if you want me to talk more about this breathing stuff. I don't want this episode to be longer than a half hour, so we're going to cut it off here. But um, DM me on Instagram at outofthismindpod. I'm happy to answer any questions and I will see you guys next time.